to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's me, DM Clinton, and I am here with the Warriors of Light, led by Hugo, played by Connor. Yeah, we have a giant problem on our hands here. Aiden is playing Vraskin. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it giant. It definitely is a tentacle problem. Nathan is playing Reeton. You know, this is actually my kink. <laughs> and Alex is playing Aristotle. You guys want some Flayleaf? <laughs> <laughs> so... No, I don't want any drugs. <laughs> The uh, Warriors of Light are fighting currently the Hidden Beast, who is in the bottom of a deep lair, led here by a friendly skulk that has befriended the party and asked for their help. So they have come here to defeat this vampiric decapus. The team, of course, doesn't really know what this thing is. It had vampire skulks defending it, which the team has puffed to smoke, and those skulks have absconded through cracks in the flooring. Currently grappled by the creature is Reeton. Vraskin is side by side, defending him. Aristotle is off to the side, and Hugo standing by the throne, where the skeleton is a melted pile of goo. All right, it is round five, and Hugo is the first to act, flying above the floor. What does he do? I'm going to flame strike you again. I don't like it. Kaboom. I guess my first question for you is, does a 26 overcome spell resistance? There is no spell resistance. It doesn't have spell resistance yet. Yeah, there's no spell. Can I get a reflex save, please? Let's see what we do. Rolling the die, I get a 27. Uh, 27 will pass, so you are going to take half of this damage. 57 points of damage. Half of that is going to be fire damage, and half of it is going to be holy. So half of 57 is 28.5. Half again is 14 and a quarter, so round down to 14. So that's 14 and 14. Half of 14 is 7, so that's plus 21. 41 points of damage? I think 41. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Pretty good for your flame strikes. You've been doing like 17 or 18 before. Yeah, that's not a bad roll. That was a good roll. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Any movement positioning? I don't think that's what I need to be doing right now. I think I'm exactly where I should be. All right. Roger that. Moving on. Reeton. I am in trouble. You are currently grappled. And what's your current energy level, negative energy levels? Minus six. (laughs) Holy fuck. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use my Headband of Havoc to increase my renewed vigor to 5d8 plus my con modifier for health. Okay, is this a standard standard action? Does this provoke an attack of opportunity? It is a standard action that does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay, get this off. 31. Nice. 31 hit points. Then I will do another thing, and that thing is end my rage. You, okay. End your rage. Aha. Okay. And you look to Aristotle pleadingly, I'm sure. And and, and as a free action, Ari, Ari, come here. Come here, Ari. Ari, who's that? <laughs> I'm going to fucking, if I survive this. <laughs> he says that, he's going to turn around and be like, who are you talking to, dude? Okay, Aristotle, you're up. You know what? He's going to walk over like, mm-hmm. You might want to take a different route. No, that's fair. No, go ahead. You can give it, get attacks of opportunity. I will. We'll do a slam attack. I do have eight mirrors of uh, mirror images, though. You do. Okay. So let's do a slam attack. Rolling. AC 28. 
That is not going to hit. Not going to hit. Okay. Nope. And then he's going to stick out his hand to Breeden, and then he's going to be like, dude, just slap my hand. Like, he's going to keep it, uh, like, purposely out of reach just a little bit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's going to smack him and cast Dimension Door. Okay. Be like, dude, I told you grab my hand. Grab my hand. Why didn't you grab my hand, dude? It's not my turn. Let's see if he's got in the one that, what is it, uh, Combat Reflexes? Is that the one that allows multiple attacks of opportunity yes, it, per yeah. round? Yeah. He does have Combat Reflexes. Cool. Uh, that's up to his dex modifier. Right. So I will make a new attack of opportunity. Yeah, go ahead. This time a tentacle with a grab. AC 27. Nope. Okay. You had 28 on the first one. You're right. Hidden Beast is complete on the attacks of opportunity, and the two of you disappear? Not very far. We're just going to pop over, what is it, 20 feet over here? Okay. The Hidden Beast is next. The only attacker here. He's no longer grappled. Okay. Got power attack enabled. Arcane strike enabled. Okay. I think I'll do a full round attack against Ruskin. Alrighty. All right. First, I'll do a bite. AC 33. Miss. Then a tentacle. Oh, uh, hold up. Actually, for the 33 at bite? Yeah, roll me mirror image is one die seven. Ah, that does hit. Okay. Actually, would you roll that one die seven for me? Yes, I can use As that. a defensive roll? Uh, five. Poof. Okay, so it misses. All right. Hits an image. And then the AC 30 for a tentacle. Let me roll that die six. Okay. Is that missing by five? Yes. I'm at AC 35. Oh, yeah, that would have popped two of mine. I think it automatically hits. You don't roll. I think that automatically makes the mirror image poof. If it's within five of the AC. Mm-hmm. You're right. Both of those attacks you did against me would have uh, been within five, so I'm erasing two images. Okay, thank you. And then finally, the Hidden Beast does its slam plus energy drain attack. AC 28. Nope. And that's a clean miss. Yep, clean miss. Okay. All right. Three clean misses. Oh, man. All right. It is, uh, let's see, it really can't, it's backed into a corner. Okay. Oh, it uh, heals five points. Do too fast healing five, and it is complete. All right, Raskin, unleash. Yeah, unleash, unleash. So I know spell-like abilities provoke an AOO. If I get hit during it, do I have to make a concentration check? Yes, just exactly like a spell. Mm -hmm. It is spell-like. You know what? I, he didn't hit me any of those times. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to uh, pop Form of the Dragon 2 as a spell-like. All right, triggering its attack of opportunity. Yep. I think I'll try a grab. Oh, I rolled a 1. 19. Nice. All right, I'll roll again. AC 36. That would hit, but we would need to roll Mirror Image to see if it would actually connect. Confirms the miss. It's just a clean miss. All right. Your spell goes off, yep. and you are now huge. And I now turn into a large black dragon. All right. There you go. All right. So you are equal uh, facing with the hidden beast. Okay. Yes. Just to the north of, it, north of it. All right. Anything else, Fraskin? A five-foot step this way so that mm -hmm. he can't get a clean line on Reeton or uh... Aristotle. Aristotle. There we go. Thank you. That's the name. That's my turn. Okay. It is round six. Hugo is up. Hugo is going to do the best that he can, which is going to be 30 feet of movement and a move action to draw the uber-charged wand of moderate wounds. All right. Uh, that ends your turn. Reeton? I would like to do something I haven't done in a while. 
and that is rage. Damn it, Reeton. <laughs> no. Oh, well, I have a reason for it, okay? Okay. And I'm going to enable reckless abandon and then use, what was it, raging, not raging brutality. It's, I, I have something, but what it is, is the thing that will allow anybody else to take the benefits of reckless abandon. Oh. So that hmm. raging ferocity, I think is what it is. Which so if anybody wishes to have a plus four attack, also minus four AC, then you can do that on your next turn and have a little bit more chance to hit this creature for asking. That's all I got. That's all I can do right now. I appreciate it. It's plus four attack minus four AC. This is it. This is Hugo's chance to shine. <laughs> <laughs> Who is willing ally that wants to receive this power? Pass. Pass. It's 30 feet for number of rounds equal to the charisma modifier. Oh. How many <laughs> rounds is that? One? Yeah, one. <laughs> Negative three rounds. <laughs> okay, so you get one round of that. Okay. So. okay. Take it or not. All right. Okay. So Reeton grants Vraskin an inspired ferocity. All right. Very good. Uh, any movement, Reeton? That is a move action, and I'm not moving from the spot. Oh, okay. Aristotle. I am going to move back over here by the throne, dude, and then I am going to cast a spell. This time, I'm going to cast Acidic Spray. Okay. Uh, we've determined he doesn't have any spell resistance, so it's going to be a reflex save of half. All right. It hits him. Missing Vraskin. No problem. Ooh. You succeed as he fails with a 19. Oh, that's fantastic. He's going to take 45 points of acid damage. Ooh, ow. Does that, uh, I know some creatures, it messes up their life gain. Does that? This is not that, no. Okay. Uh, he does not have regeneration. He has fast healing. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Slightly different. Yeah. yeah you're thinking of like a troll or something. Reading. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, well, that hurt him really bad. Good. It howls in pain, this otherworldly howl. And as such, it's going to continue its assault on Vraskin wants healing. So the first action it does is heal five points. Then it does a full attack against Raskin again. AC 30. Misses, but pops illusion. Tentacles plus grab. 34. Would hit, so let me roll a die four. Four. Okay, that's another image. Yep. And then the slam plus energy drain. AC 21. Hard miss. Yeah, it's a hard miss. Dang it. Okay. That was his last try here. What, what's his morale here? It's probably okay. his last attack ever. Yeah, it probably might be. Okay, Vraskin. Alright, do your worst. And I mean it. I mean it. Roll terribly. <laughs> okay, this is this is gonna be a long one. Alright, bite. 46 to hit. God, 46. Okay. Hits. There is 50% miss chance and mirror images. That's correct. I want high percentage? Low. 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 So like a 27, for example, would hit. Perfect. And that's what happened. Now let's do a die four for mirror images. A two, so an image. All right. All right, next. Claws, uh, 36. A 36 would hit with a 26 to confirm, and then roll one die three. And the number is da, 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 a one hits him. Ooh. Alrighty. How much damage? 34 points of damage. Oh, man. Okay, so 24 points. He is reduced to zero, and he immediately turns to vapor. Poofs in a cloud of smoke and wisp, and may not be damaged further. 
Uh, I'm going to let out a roar of rage. Uh-huh. And what is <laughs> intimidate? Uh, natural one for a 39. <laughs> okay, what's the DC? How do we calculate that? DC is 10 plus hit dice plus wisdom modifier, but it's undead, right? So it's, it is undead. It, it's immune to fear effects and morale effects. So Correct. I can't intimidate. No. It was a good try, though. Even with a 39. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I'm just angry. I'm pissed <laughs> off this thing's getting away. I have no clue how to deal with it. All right. Round seven, Hugo. So upon Vraskin smacking it with his claw, it poofs into a cloud of smoke. Well, you see what that right there is, is something that Hugo has no idea how to deal with. So he's going to just hold up this wand next to Reeton and be like, I, I, I got to stop raging first. If I remember correctly, you rolled a successful religion check to determine it was a vampire. Mm-hmm. So you know all about vampires. Do, do you want to remind me what I know about vampires? <laughs> sure. I feel like there was a hint there that went way over my head. I know you could drown them in running water, which we don't have a lot of in Celeste. I know you can kill them with a wooden spike, which, if I recall correctly, this place was described as specifically not having too many trees. I have a javelin. I also have a quarter staff. Cut off the tip of the javelin, sharpen it, and that would work just fine. Now, yep. reducing a vampire's hit points to zero or lower incapacitates it, but does not destroy it. Not always. Mm-hmm. However, certain attacks can slay vampires. Exposing a vampire to direct sunlight staggers it on the first round of exposure and destroys it utterly in the second consecutive round. Each round of immersion in running water inflicts damage on a vampire equal to one-third its maximum hit points. A vampire reduced to zero hit points in this manner is destroyed. And then driving a wooden stake through a helpless vampire's heart slays it instantly. It's a full round action to perform that action. However, it returns to life if the stake is removed unless the head is severed and anointed with holy oil. Now, it cannot be harmed while in this gaseous state. So we're going to have to wait until tomorrow or whatever to be able to truly deal with this, but hey, we got free patches for now. Mm -hmm. So it can't be harmed at all, not even with a stake or running water or sunlight? It can be hurt by all of these things once it is corporeal once more. Once more, right. So what is your action at this time? I'm going to hold up this one next to Reeton and say stop charging and I'll heal you and then I withhold action. Raging. Oh, readying readying an action to rage. Okay. To heal once raging is canceled specifically. Yes. Okay, Reeton. I'm going to cancel rage. That procs Hugo's action. Pretty piss poor. You get eight hit points back. And that finishes Hugo's turn. Reeton, go ahead and finish yours. I mean, there's not much I can do since, like, I have a javelin. I could throw it at him, but just going to go right through it. So I guess we will wait. Actually, you know what? I'm going to pull out one of those javelins and start messing with the tip. Okay. It would be a full round action to create a chop so that it is spiky. I I figure I have a a bit of time before. Okay. So you begin that full round action? Yeah. Okay. Aristotle, you're next. There's literally nothing I can do. Agreed. I do want to ask one question, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Does this thing look any different to anybody else while I have true seeing on in its gaseous form? It it just is a gaseous form. Okay. Aristotle is going to sit down cross-legged on the floor. Looks like a puff of smoke. Okay. All right. Sitting down in cross-legged form. All right. Are you flying? Nope. Oh, that's too bad. All right. (laughs) The hidden beast moves 20 feet towards the throne. Uh Uh-oh. Right in front of Aristotle. Vraskin, you're up. It moves past you. It does provoke an attack of opportunity, but as you whiff through it, it, no damage occurs. Okay. 
So I saw all the previous vampire clouds fly up over here, right? That's correct. Okay. I'm actually going to walk over this way and start kind of investigating around here. Okay. Remember you're hasted. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all the way over here. Okay, as a hustle, you move there. A oh, single move action. And then I will look around and sniff around. All right, let me roll some dice for you. You don't see anything other than cracks in the floor. Gotcha. You can easily look over the banister, and the area was a uh, top area, and that's where all the cracks are. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Round eight. Hugo. Second turn, same as the first. I'm going to get another charge in my hand and slap Reeton right in the ass with it. Okay. But touch. Uh, much better. 20 hit points this time. Nice. Yay. All right, Reeton. Halfway through, you complete the chopping action, chop off the tip of your javelin, and now it's a, just a good spike. You have a half round remaining. I'm just going to take a five-foot step up to the north. I'm going to stay next to Hugo. Okay. Aristotle? I'm invisible now. Mm-hmm. Just regular invisibility. Oh, okay. You cast invisibility. I gotcha. Okay. Yep. The beast moves over the top of you and then down under the throne. Whoa, dude. What's going on? It just it's You can see it's smoke just seep underneath the throne, the cracks in the floor around the throne base. I imagine it feels kind of chilly when it happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can feel its cold evil wash over you. Yeah. Whoa, bro. All right, Raskin, what do you do? I'm going to go over to the pedestal and look at it. The throne dais? Yes, the throne dais and inspect it closely. All right, just give me a moment here. I'm going to look up at him and be like, did you see that, dude? Yes. Well, I wonder why um, the other ones went over there where you were and then that dude went here. I have no clue. Move the throne. It looks like there are gaps and fissures in and around the dais in the center of the room, and it leads downward. It's tiny little cracks, no wider than your finger. Uh, can I start breaking the throne? Certainly. I'm assuming you're not going to be aiming at where Aristotle was. Correct. But, I mean, you can't see him, though, so I, I can see him. Yeah, he can. You can't see him, wink, wink. I have sea invisibility. <laughs> I'm not going to kill him. He's too useful. <laughs> Not that I want to slow you down or anything like that. Uh, would anybody be opposed to me doing, like, detect magic on that throne first? I mean, honestly, that's probably the smart play. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm also in dragon form, and my prey just got away, so I'm kind of pissed. <laughs> that's also understandable. Unless you could eat gas, there's not much we could do about that. You estimate it must be a nine and a half ton slab of basalt. <sighs> so you can attempt to move or destroy it. Uh, can you drag nine and a half tons? 19,000 pounds? Dragon push? I can do 20,800 pounds dragon push right now. <gasps> so you can wow. move it aside. Okay, as a full round action, you move that slab and you see kind of a, a hollow down below, about 30 feet below you, a hole that is uh, five feet wide. Foreboding. All right, Raskin, well done. Round nine, Hugo. Uh, Hugo is going to heal Reeton and then move over to this hole as if to invite Reeton to come this way. Yeah, not bad. Reeton gets 19 hit points back. All right, just for our audience, you moved to the west 30 feet, and you're just south of Raskin. Okay. All right, Reeton. I'm going to put my javelin away. While, well, I'll just carry it, the stuff with me. Anyway, I'll move over here 30 feet right next to Hugo. Okay. And look down the hole and be like, 
I don't want to jump down there. Do you want to jump down there? I, I don't know if that was directed at anyone in particular. I, I could fly down there. That would work. Okay, Aristotle, you're next. I think I'm not going to do anything until we figure out who's going down there first, and I'm not going to volunteer to do so unless I get volunteered. Right, give me a sec. I'll go down there. All right, I can go down. I can check it out. I'm certainly fine following whoever is going down there, but I won't go first. We all know what happened the last time that happened. You have another dimension door ready, right? I have a bunch of them. I am not running out of spell slots, like, probably ever. Uh, don't jinx it. All right, I will dis... Actually, can I dispel form the dragon? Yes, it is dispellable. Okay. So I will dispel form of the dragon and shrink back down. And then are there any rocks around? Like just pebbles or anything I could grab? I mean, there might be loose flagstones in the floor. There's some rubble over here. And okay. Yeah, there's there's some stones on the floor as uh, an ancient unclean lair of a deck of, uh, abomination would have, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's fair. No, so I'll just scoop down, pick up one, cast light on it, and then ah. just toss it down the hole. Okay, you can see easily that it's 30 feet, and it looks to open up into a wider area below. Okay. Well. You can't quite see. Maybe that the creature is about halfway down in its gaseous form. Get it! Okay. I'm just gonna drop on in. Okay. You drop down. It's gonna be a 20-foot room. A 20-foot circular cavern that's 20 feet in diameter. Gotcha. And you arrive as you pass through it. All right, Hugo, your turn. Lean over the hole and be like, you good? Uh, seems fine so far. And then I'll surprise Reedon with a cure of wounds again. Mm-hmm. He looks like he needs it. 14 more hit points. Ooh. Every little bit helps, right? Yes. Reedon, what do you do? <sighs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drop down the hole, baby. All right. Drop down the hole. It is a 30-foot drop. Oh, Vraskin, you fly, right? So that's not an issue. Okay, but Reeton, you don't. I'm on my magic carpet. You're on your magic carpet. That's correct. Okay, so you just fly down. Okay, no problem. You arrive at the bottom as a move action, and what else? Well, I'm going to look around the room. It's just this empty, circular 20-foot cavern. Uneven surfaces, and uh, the only entrance or exit is above you. At least we have fly, right, Raskin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be a 20-foot jump to get to the 30-foot pole shaft. Uh, my acrobatics is pretty good, but I don't know if it's that good. 20-foot jump vertically? Yeah, it's tough. Monks can do that, but not you. All right. Yeah. Aristotle. I'm going to hang out. Okay, you're hanging out away from the hole. Yeah, I'm not, not going to hang out there because I don't really know if there's a reason for me to go down there. Um, however, let me see if there's some kind of useful spell I can maybe cast. Okay, would you like to delay? Yeah, let me delay my turn. All right. The hidden beast goes the rest of the 15, 20 feet and then rematerializes unconsciously adjacent to Reeton and Raskin. Well, that was a bit of good luck. Can I just grab the uh, broken javelin out of Reeton's hands and just slam it into him? Sure, make a disarm check. Well, the disarm check would be a, a standard action, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it needs to be a full round action. Yeah, that needs to be a full round action. Okay, then I'll just wait. Okay, you just wait. Get it, get it. Okay, round 11, Hugo. Hugo is cheering, get it, get it, from the top of the hole and continuing <laughs> to heal Reeton. Oh, wait, no, he, Reeton dropped down. Ignore that last yeah. part. All right, Reeton. Uh, I, I I guess I'm going to take this javelin and be like, hey, I'll stab it in the chest. Braskin, you want to behead it? And then I'm going to stab it in the chest. Okay. You stab it in the quote-unquote chest? 
Yeah. Where is this heart in this thing? Remember what it looks like? It's a giant octopus thing. Well, that's why it takes a full round action. Is it here? No. Is it, is it here? And finally, you find it. Do you want me to roll for that? No, roll needed. Okay, perfect. You just, it, that happens. Yep. And it's stabbed. And it's stabbed. Okay, it is now incapacitated and a full round action to complete the beheading. So, removing essentially its face from its body. That sounds like something a dragon could do. Because yeah. it doesn't have a neck. Braskin will pop his claws and just grab it straight by the face and just yank it out. Gross. <laughs> Scoop it out. Got the head and the uh, spine hanging from it. It's an octopus. I don't think it has bones. No spines. I don't think it does. Yeah. Essentially, you just scoop its face off. Tasty. And it melts and to ash. And then uh, Hugo and Aristotle, you hear screams come from the northeast of you, from that banner area, that balustrade area, balcony. Where the skulks went. Yes, the vampiric skulks went. You hear them screaming. I wonder if vampiric thralls revert to normal when their master dies. Doesn't sound like that's what's happening, buddy. Well, what happens is they are no longer controlled by its master. And this essentially ends the combat. Well done. You have defeated the hidden beast. Hey. And nobody died. And no one died. Yeah. Yeah. And it has suffered the final death. Uh, This CR-15 creature is worth 51,200 XP. Uh, What about this? the other things? We're getting to that. They are CR-9 vampire skulks. Uh, 6,400 apiece. They are Skulk Rogues 6. Each person gets 19,200 XP. Nice. Did anybody level up from that? Maybe. Nope. Two things clatter to the ground in the ash of the body of this hidden beast. Two rings. Oh, do they have... um... One of them has a Sahedrin symbol on it. Ah. Hey, that's that thing we're looking for. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm probably a little too far away to identify the other one. Right. Uh, spellcraft checks? Yes, two spellcraft checks. Uh, 30 and 40. Oh, that's probably good enough for either. Okay, which one do you want to play to what? 30 towards the ring, 40 towards the other thing. They're both rings. No. Oh. <laughs> One's a simple silver ring. 40 towards the Sahedrin. This otherwise plain ring is adorned with a tiny star-shaped rune. You know that these rings, these Sahedrin rings, were given as badges of office and tokens of appreciation, and sometimes they were given as bribes. A star ring grants a plus three deflection bonus to AC, plus three resistance bonus on all saving throws, and protects the wearer with a constant endure elements effect. At will, as a standard action, the wearer can use the ring to change the appearance of his clothing or armor into any other kind of clothing or armor. The actual clothing or armor worn retain all their normal properties, including weight, when glamoured. Only true seeing or similar magic reveals the true nature of the adornments. That's pretty nifty. Wow. It is a 35,000 gold piece, moderately abjurish and illusion magic ring. I have a ring of protection plus four, but dang. Yes. The point of it is so that you don't have to have a cloak slot as well for resistance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. This, if you guys are okay with it, I would kind of like to take this because I have that cape of the mountaback for um, Mm -hmm. dimension dooring. Yeah, go ahead. We're going to get more of them. And Aristotle's point, yeah, we're probably going to get more of these or at least similar. Right. That's what the quest says. 
The other ring is a faint illusion ring of invisibility. Ooh. By activating the simple silver ring, the wearer can benefit from invisibility as the spell. You hear Saris crying in the background. <laughs> the one item she wanted. Where is that coming from? <laughs> that is a 20,000 gold piece item. I mean, that should probably go to Aristotle, right? No. No, Aristotle can cast it. I have plenty of rings. This ring of invisibility, by the way, is the one ring to rule them all. <laughs> Plus, I have invisibility and greater invisibility. I'm maxed on rings. I mean, I'm maxed out on rings. Mm-hmm. I can do swapping if needed, but honestly, we should probably just give it to you. I'm maxed on rings with the swapping because I have the Meridian Belt. I have four rings already, so I'm totally cool if someone else wants it. If not, I'll take it. See, I have a ring of protection plus four and a ring of sustenance, so I'm full up on my rings. Visibility is good. I could swap out my ring of sustenance. Just as a standard action to swap out. But if you swap it out... It unattunes it. You lose the effects of the original. Yes. With the Ring of Protection, does that require any... Attunement? No. Yeah, that's the thing. So with uh, Ring of Sustenance, it takes a week after it is disabled for it to affect you again. But with a Ring of Protection, I wouldn't need that. So realistically, I could just swap out as a standard action, activate invisibility, and then on the next turn, put back on my Ring of Protection. Correct. And you're not especially going to need the extra AC if you're going to be invisible anyways. So it's a decent trade-off. This is like something we do when we're getting the drop on somebody and surprise, the bugbear barbarian has something he'd like to say to you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What bugbear barbarian? (laughs) Oh... See, this is when you start taking rogue levels so you can start sneak attacking things. Yeah, actually, I'll take that. I do have a little bit of stealth. Not a ton, but... Well, given that you are all chatting and discussing things, Morgiv returns, and he's peeking out from behind a, an area, and you hear his voice, Hello, friends. Did you did you do it? Did you defeat the hidden beast? Give him a thumbs up. <gasps> ah, yay, wonderful. Ah... Ah, uh, very well. Um, d- do not worry about the other vampires. We will take care of them now that we are free of its influence. I'm sure the rest of the spared will take care of those horrible abominations. You have done us a great favor, and we will protect you as best we can for as long as you are here in Jintralast. Hey, so I'm curious, buddy. I'm feeling like my energy is a little bit drained. Do you happen to know somebody that could fix that? Oh, no. We don't have any spiritual leaders like like Mesmina. Well, that's that's sad. We have not had another cleric as powerful as her. There are none that can help you here. I'm so sorry. But feel free to claim this area as your own. This is now your haven of safety here in Zinch Salast. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. Yay. Okay, so this area here is your new home base if you choose to accept it. Hey, free property. We can always sell it later. No. Yeah, you can just sell it later. (laughs) (laughs) There's three entrances about 300 feet below the surface of the earth. Mm -hmm. It's next to great resources. Like, I think somebody said there was a gateway to Lang, or like it was thin in between these two dimensions or something like that here. Uh, The mountain itself. The mountain of Mar Massif. Plus, they have all of those dragons and those lamias yeah. and those giant. It attracts people of high quality and caliber. We, we have some good property here. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's in a big dungeon, so I feel like I'm at home. It is. So do you guys want to camp for the evening? 
Yes. Yep. Okay. Do we want to check out the rest of this area? Morgiv says there is no more here. This chamber stands alone. This was where the Hidden Beast and his vampire thralls based themselves out of. Okay. The other areas are reserved for the spared. The spared would feel disturbed if you tried to move in on them. So they would just disappear and evaporate in front of you. You'd never find them. And these tunnels are a major warren. Serious labyrinth. It sounds like it's not in our interest to continue exploring this location. Yes. Mm -hmm. Should we collapse two of those entrances so there's only one way in and out? No. No. Because if anything comes from there, the rest of the spared will come running through there, running away from whatever it is. So Good point. We'll get plenty of early warning. I think we'll be fine. Aristotle, will you create your magic mansion entrance? We don't need to be starving or anything or anymore, and seems like we can do that now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. I would assume the entrance would be over here by the banister. You create them into the wall. I can make it wherever. Yeah, that's fine. And so you just create the magical sensor there. You guys go into the mansion and you are greeted by unseen servants that take off your cloaks. You can hang your hats and put your feet up on tables and trays of food are brought. Wine is brought, uh, water, whatever it is that you desire and need. Yep. And with that, rest comes, and the team rests for 24 hours. I could do that. Yeah. All right. And we shall return to the adventure next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Oh, no, we don't have any spiritual leaders like, like, what was her name? Oh, no. Well, that's, that's sad. Oh, no. What what are you doing, Mort- Mortimer? <laughs> I don't know his name. Uh, are you, it's, are you looking lo- in your notes? I'm looking in my notes. What was my, what was my, <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't hold it. What the hell? <laughs> What is this woman's name? Oh, God. Good old what's-her-name. Good old what's Oh, so sad. So sad. So sad. What Princess what's-her-face. He has it written on a piece of paper, but he's blind, so he's like, what the fuck is this going for me? <laughs> hey, hey, Hugo, can you read this? <laughs>